good evening or good morning or good afternoon because you may be listening at different times you may be listening to the podcast you may be listening live here on drop the subject it's not a halloween themed show i don't know why i'm doing that but i do feel like i'm in a spooky mood because been watching the haunting of bly manor there's great lesbian storyline in there and it's scary so that is my comfort zone i'm in a good mood today dr james how are you I thought you were feeling spooky because no. you were talking about the confirmation of <laughs> Judge Amy Coney Barrett. You're no, like, I'm well, in a spooky I'm angry. mood. Oh, that's that's angry, not spooky. Yeah, uh, I'm doing well this morning, Allie Johnson. Uh, thank you very much. I am not working nights. I am actually just doing the radio with you today. Like, what is You're this a weird day, man? Yeah, wow, this Twilight Zone. I'm Do you in right feel now. a little bit because we're both working full time jobs while we are doing this show? Do you feel like when you don't have to work your day job, you don't know what to do with yourself and you feel shameful just sitting there and actually watching a TV show and enjoying yourself? I actually very rarely allow myself to do that. And I think it's a problem. Like I actually I feel like I need to like call Dr. Jen and be like, Dr. Jen, I can't stop doing stuff like I, you know, I have asked the NP and all of these other things and like TV appearances and stuff like that. And so I just keep finding ways to occupy my time. So I'm either at the hospital or I'm on the air with you or prepping to be on the air (laughs) with you or I'm doing some other media thing or maybe I'm sleeping six to seven hours a night, which is not a lot for me. Like I'm an eight or nine hour guy. Um, And I I need to cut that stuff out. (laughs) I need to just sit. The only time I allow myself to sit is once a week. I sit uninterrupted and watch Lovecraft Country. I don't check my phone. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just sit and watch. But there's only one more episode left of that. And uh, then what am I going to do after that? I know. You're just going to have to sit and stare at the wall. No, I will give you other shows (laughs) because I gave you that recommendation. I'm proud that you're watching it. And I recommended it. It's sort of like setting someone up on a date. And then all of a sudden they're a couple. And you're like, I did that. You're like, I did that. I did that. When you are at the hospital during a full moon during retrograde right now it's mercury retrograde and boy are i am noticing it of course it's sort of like that thing where you point out the number 23 and then that's all you see but still uh now you can go ahead and officially blame everything on mercury retrograde but do you notice at the hospital things changing more er visits at any time i'm not even just saying mercury retrograde halloween full moon retrograde Thanksgiving, any of that stuff. What are the hottest days of the year? (laughs) What are the hottest days of the year to be in the emergency department? Hey! Yeah. So this is really a thing. Even people who are not into tarot cards, astrological signs, like, you know, paranormal universes, any of that stuff. People who are not into that, but are who are in the medical profession, believe wholeheartedly, for sure, number one, in the full moon thing. Really? It is absolutely wild. The S that goes down in the hospital on full moons, particularly when those full moons land on like a Saturday night, right? So you're combining alcohol and the shenanigans that typically go on on a Saturday night and a full moon. And let's say Mercury is in retrograde and heaven forbid that all line up with a holiday like, oh, I don't know, Halloween, which is going to happen this year. It's a full moon. It's a Saturday and it's Halloween all at the same time. And you're saying Please, God, do not let me work on Halloween this year because full moon, Saturday, Halloween trifecta means that you will be there all night long. And what kind of injuries do you see? Is it more uh, drunken injuries or is it just all over the gambit? Liquor. 
like it's all it's just it's all alcohol all alcohol out. yeah jesse will you look up if it is actually a full moon on halloween this year i might have it incorrectly. is is it is it yeah, a, yeah. so i mean no that my trifecta. coven told me that oh i'm so glad i'm definitely not working um and uh no it's a, so lots of alcohol related injuries both like car accident related stuff and then people doing dumb things people drinking too much um and causing themselves to be really sick but believe it or not halloween shenanigans and alcohol is not the busiest ho- like holiday in the hospital ali do you take a take a wild guess what do you think are like the top two or three worst days to work in the <sighs> in the er in the hospital okay. new year's eve wait yeah. you're saying it's not no, these alcohol? are these yeah. are all alcohol still, right? No, no, it could just be anything. But you're right with New Year's Eve, like very, okay. very good New guess. Year's That's Eve. like got to be number two at least. Arbor Day. Uh, yes, all of those <laughs> tree planting accidents. <laughs> <laughs> National Donut Day. No, Do- it's uh-huh. it's New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving because of all of the burns, and Fourth of July. So you nailed the top three. The reason for Thanksgiving is not actually the burns. The reason for Thanksgiving is that people eat too much and they eat too much salt. And you get all these people who throw themselves into like heart failure. And so it's actually the day uh, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Also, lots of, of all people. The yeah. Well, and people are like, I'm going to, you know, stick it out so I can see my family, even though they've been feeling like crap for a week. And then finally, they just collapse the day after. So the day after Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve are the two worst days to work in a hospital. Wow. Well, there you have it. If you're on the fence about going to the emergency room on New Year's Eve, uh, stay home because yeah. they have enough work to do. When we come back, we've got some work to do. Kamala Harris has suspended her campaign travel for a little while because of some positive COVID cases. We'll talk about that when we come back. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. As Aaliyah said, it's Friday and I'm ready to swang. Pick up my girls and hit the party saying my girl's Allie Johnson. I'm Dr. James Simmons. I was going to try to sing it, but I cannot sing and I will never do that to Aaliyah. She is I like the spoken word anyway. Yeah, the spoken word Aaliyah throwback. Uh, Speaking of people who speak words very well, that was an awful transition. Kamala Harris (laughs) (laughs) has had to suspend her... Uh, campaign right now. Uh, so she's technically part of Joe Biden's presidential campaign, right? So the Joe Biden presidential campaign has suspended the travel for Senator Kamala Harris from California, who is his vice presidential running mate, because a flight crew member and Kamala Harris's communications director. So someone who's very close to her. That woman's name is Liz Allen. Both of those individuals tested positive for coronavirus. So interestingly, Kamala's uh, entire staff, just like Joe Biden, uh, gets they get tested every single day. They get tested uh, when they go somewhere, when they get on the plane, when they go to a different place. Their partners get tested. Everyone gets tested because they're traveling a lot. So these two individuals had actually had negative tests. And Kamala herself had a negative test. The entire staff had a negative test. And then they flew together to an event, flew home. The very next morning, they all got their coronavirus tests again, and these two individuals tested positive. So what they went back and they already started doing some contact tracing on this, and everyone was wearing N95 masks on the plane. Uh, Kamala and Liz Allen were uh, in close contact with each other. Currently, Kamala Harris is testing negative. Um, there's They're not overwhelmingly concerned about anyone else having been um, exposed or testing positive, but out, in abundance, out of an abundance of caution... They're suspending travel for Kamala Harris and her campaign until October 18th. Yeah, through Sunday. So uh, is that Sunday? Yes, it's Sunday. So 
When they have to get their test every single day, James, are they doing the nostril test every single time? Do they have to have Q-tips shoved up their nose every day? God, I hope not. (laughs) That is awful. Because there's kind of like three, well, there's a blood test too, of course, but that's only really done in the hospital. But there's the oral swab, which like LA County Department of Public Health is using. There's the one, the, the brain tickler, where they stick that thing all the way back into your brain, right? And you're, and there's actually been one case of someone having some, like a neuro leak, like a leak of cerebral spinal fluid type of fluid because oh someone went Oh my God, too high. really? Yeah. Well, only one case though, of the millions and millions and millions of people who've been tested. And then there's one where they just swirl it around in your, in the front part of your nose, which is like your nares, right? I actually think, so I've had all three. I actually think the swirly in right inside of your nose was the worst. It yeah. tickled so bad. I, could, I couldn't handle it. I was like sneezing. I was like running away. I'm like, stop. I can't do it. She's like, we have to do the other nostril for 30 seconds, Dr. Simmons. And I was like, no, no, I don't want to do it. So when do you have to do that? Do you have to do that to other people? Uh, No. I mean, the, the like the nurses test people. Usually I order yeah, the so test. Do you have to. Okay. But you don't have to shove it up their nose. No, no, no. I'm not shoving up nose. Thank God. I mean, I have done those things in the past. We've been using nasopharyngeal swabs for a long time. Flu, flu tests and other things. So I have done that in the past when I was a bedside nurse, but I was a nurse practitioner. I put that in and I always feel really bad. I'm like, I'm really sorry because where I practice, we normally use the nasopharyngeal swab, the brain tickler, the one that goes like way, way back. Okay. But y- you, have you been nervous about, tickling someone's brainstem when you do do that yeah <laughs> well not actually their brainstem that is in the back of their head but yeah it, okay. we certainly wouldn't go so what that is far. The, what would that but be you, then their frontal you are, you do you do get nervous because there there are these warnings like you need to go you need to go back until you meet resistance but don't go past that well if you are at the wrong angle you meet resistance not deep enough right you got to get deep enough i know it's a whole thing and uh, i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it well, I'm glad that Kamala Harris is okay for now. It seems like they are being very, very overly cautious and making sure that, uh, I mean, the fact that they're testing every day right then and there is probably leaps and bounds more than what the Trump administration has been doing on the campaign trail. I think with him, it was just started, it was him and then like 70 million other people and then they were like, hey, now he's better. Just keep going. Go, go, go. It's kind of like the NFL approach where if someone gets COVID, they're just like, and he's down and keep going. Go. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, whatever. <laughs> Here we go. Steam ahead. the Atlanta and Falcons who shut down their entire organization because of multiple positive tests yesterday. So yeah. How about them? They apples? shut down the whole thing. Yeah, they shut down the Atlanta Falcons. Shut down. Boom. They're just out of the NFL. Well, no, I mean, not like forever. They're going to shut down until they can retest everyone, quarantine the people who have been tested, but they got to contact the team that they played previously. Their games are going to be suspended. It's a whole mess, but hopefully it won't be a mess for Kamala Harris, who is supposed to be back on the campaign trail October 19th. She can, of course, do things virtually till then. And of course, we're going to give you no more than two minutes of commercials. This is Drop the Subject. Don't go anywhere. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and Dr. James Simmons, nurse practitioner. If you have any questions for Dr. James, he is more than willing to answer them at Ask the NP. You can direct message him anything you are afraid to ask your MD. Free medical advice. You cannot turn that down. Um, there are. Yeah. There are. <laughs> life Sorry. does continue on, even though we are in the middle of a pandemic. Babies are being born, but. And I don't know if you, Dr. James, think that this is because of that gender reveal, but 
the gender reveal you remember that went horribly wrong and caused oh, a huge wildfire, which was the start awful. of the El Dorado fire. Yeah, yes. like hundred hundred thousand acres and all that in here in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know if that is the reason this is happening, but I've noticed a new trend, a new non-announcement process that is happening with updates in people's lives. We've seen this with some celebrities. Uh, several celebrities in the last few months have announced baby births like months after they happen. Uh, a friend of mine who is obsessed with Jen- Justin Timberlake, I was the one who eventually told her that Justin Timberlake had another kid and she was so upset that she didn't know. But And Kevin Hart, I believe, didn't tell anyone for a while. Uh, there have been several non-announcement announcements going on. I don't know if it's just because of COVID. I don't know if it's because the gender reveal was such like we've gone so crazy with announcements that now it's swinging the pendulum into the other direction. What do you think it is? Because I kind of like the non-announcement, but then it's also I don't want one of my friends to say, oh, by the way, three months ago we had a kid and I didn't know anything about it and I missed all the baby feet. you, You nail it on the head for me right there when you say the word friends. I think I would be offended and have or not offended because it's not about me. But like, I think I would be like, oh, you know, I wish I could have been there to support you or like buy you some baby shower gifts or whatever. If it was someone that I knew personally, I think where we find this shocking is that we think we know celebrities because they're celebrities. They're ever present in our homes, on the television, on the radio, on social media, whatever. And they share so much of their lives with us that we go into this sort of false narrative, at least in our heads, that we know everything that's going on with them. And so therefore, when they just all of a sudden, nine months later, like people stan Mindy Kaling. They yes, Mindy will, Kaling like, was one of them. She was one of them, right? She They will go to like the ends of the earth for her. And as they should, she's a hysterical woman. She's making huge moves in Hollywood's in terms of like equal pay for women and getting women into the writing room and things like that. Like she's doing big, big, bad bitch stuff. But she popped a baby on us without telling anybody. Yeah. And I think a lot of people were like, well, but Mindy, like. <laughs> but I don't think a lot of people even knew she was pregnant. Yeah. Like very intentionally, hide- right? How can you hide for nine months that you are pregnant? I guess this would be the year to do it. If there's ever been a nine months yeah, <laughs> where someone to, could to, hide. You can be pregnant or you can go through an entire divorce or a marriage or anything that you don't want people to know about. This is the year that all that S is going down and no one is following up because no one knows what other people are doing. That's part of the frustration with some of this is I reached a point where I was home a lot and whatever, I wasn't worried about it and I knew everybody was home. And then there was this ref- like in this gray period where I'm like, what is everyone doing? Is everyone still staying in? Is everyone going out? What are they doing? How, what are their relationships like at their house? Are they dating other people? Are they effing their roommates? What's happening? And now nine months later, I'm right. <laughs> You're like, yes, they were effing somebody. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder, you you say nine months later, and we've been in the, the you know lockdown for nine months. I wonder if this is a direct result of that. I wonder if the first couple of weeks, couples were like, yeah, we're together and we got nothing to right. do except each other. And so now babies are popping out all over the place. But then also, like you said, there's lots of these couples that are like breaking up in the middle of it. I don't know. It does make me sort of think of like, this is... Like winter is coming. Like I feel like this is winter in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where there's just like everyone went inside, locked down, and then when you pop out, like all of a sudden Jon Snow has a beard. Like what is going on? Like everything's crazy. And so I think it's amazing though that all of these people have have hidden babies from us. Not only Mindy Kaling, but Bow Wow. Did you know Bow Wow had a baby? Like no. hit a baby from us. Yeah. Amanda Seafried hit a baby from us. Donald Glover. 
this is like an episode of Maury. <laughs> who's the father? I mean, <laughs> is there a baby? And then who's the father? I mean, it's insane, the things that we're learning. So uh, I guess to be continued, more births, more surprise births and surprise non-announcement announcements to come. We'll be right back with more Drop the Subject after this. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. New Channel Q. Dr. James, Allie Johnson. Um, Dr. James, hey, it's Holly with Headcount. Early voting has started in Illinois. Do you plan to vote early by mail or on election day? That was the most recent of what I'm guessing is going to be about 3,700 texts I've gotten in the last two weeks from different political parties, different activist organizations, different whatever. And I'm sure y'all have too. And so now we need to talk about them, especially when they are annoying because I haven't lived in Illinois in seven years. <laughs> I was going to say, why are you getting that one specifically? But you're right. The campaign texts uh, and campaign contact in general is getting way out of hand this year. And I understand why. I mean, it's a very big election. Uh, I open my mailbox and it is a slew of say no on Prop 23, followed by oh, say yes man. on Prop 23, followed by say no, it hurts families, followed by say yes, it saves families. And it's so confusing. But the campaign text is a specific kind of annoying. The most recent one that I got is uh, from a, a guy named Daniel who knows me, apparently. And he said, we're pumped <laughs> up and excited after Kamala rocked it last night at the debate. Can you help capitalize yeah. on this momentum and make calls with us? So oh. I'm getting a text about volunteering to make calls. Unfortunately, um, making calls right now is just not something that I'm able to do. So I decided, uh, do you respond to these guys? Because I responded. Uh, some of them I do respond to. So, and, and I will say that I did get a text directly from Joe Biden because we're cool like that. Like uh-huh. we're besties. Oh, and I get mail from Obama, by the way. Do you? Just like handwritten yeah, letters? Yes. And it's signed by him. Is it? And he You're says, like, hi, Allison. You and hi. Hello, Allison. Do you call him <laughs> B? What's up, B? <laughs> I call him rocks. <laughs> What's up, rocks? Um, I get these texts that, oh, the Joe Biden one, it it motivated me to click on it and see what was going on there. And I was like, oh, should I give Joe Biden money? Like, it made me go down that process. Like, I was like, all right, this text works. And it's a, it's a numbers game, I think, right? So if they're like, we're going to send texts to 1 million people, and if we get 50,000 people who use that tax to send us 100 bucks, like that's a lot of money. That's a pretty good ROI on your, you know, mass texting campaign. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, it must work because they're doing it like crazy. Um, I responded and said, I'm very swamped right now. I don't have time to make calls, but I, I've been donating whenever possible and I do support what you're doing. So here's the thing. I feel bad, so I want to respond. <laughs> it's a bot. Allie. I want them to ghost me after that. <laughs> well, did so did they respond to that one? Because that was oh, a thoughtful. Yes. Oh, really? And then I have to ghost them because I'm done with the conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, he said, totally understand. We have many other ways for you to blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then lists off about 10 different ways that I can attend storytelling workshops. I can host online meetings for my community, which all require more time than making the calls. Yeah, which is... And so... I, I love the brilliance of this, though. I love it. It's trying to civically engage us, which I think is fantastic and giving people really good ideas about how to civically engage. But I, I do love that they didn't listen to you. Like you were like, I don't have time to make a few phone calls. How do you want me to like? Yeah, they're like, then host a seminar. Right. <laughs> You're like, what? Right. I don't want to do that at all. 
Um, uh, and, and it's not that I don't want to, honestly. It's just that I don't want to. No, it's, um, it's just <laughs> that I don't want to. I think I deleted a whole bunch of them, but... Oh, I also am getting ones from the Republican Party, which <gasps> I am amazed what? at. Stop yes, it. because if there's anything that anyone could look up about me, they would probably know that I am in the blue category. But some idiot hadn't gotten the memo and texted me and said, breaking, if you chip in $30 right now to support President Trump and law and order, you will get a free mug. Stop. Unlock your mug now, followed by a link. And I responded with F off. Uh-huh. And then they responded with thank you for your response. <laughs> so <laughs> Definitely a bot on that one. That uh, I, I I kind of love that. Maybe I should just start saying F off to all of them just to see what the response is. And be like, no, 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 just kidding. I love what you guys are doing. Keep it up. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I just kind of, I love it. I just, uh, ignorance and hate, right? It's all great. It's just, it's just fan- fantastic. Yeah, my favorite though is when uh, my phone acts like it knows who it is it's like text from you know two four eight three and it's like ariana right is this maybe you know jonathan and i'm like oh no no jonathan from the two four eight iphone listen here siri get out of my business drop the subject the new channel q d wrap the subject with ellie and dr james simmons nurse practitioner it's time d up if you miss anything up until this point pause and rewind Oh, wait, you can't do that. Well, you can download the podcast. That's possible. And if you are just tuning in, welcome. Welcome. Hello. We are about to embark on a game that we've played here on Drop the Subject in the past called What Year Is It? I will give some details on a mystery year and Dr. James will try and guess what year it is. Usually we have some kind of a theme and the theme this week is LGBTQ history. So something significant in our history, in our queer history, happened in all of these years. I will give you three different years, and I'll give you a few clues on what else happened in that year, and you make your guess. It's a very educated guess, and it's usually a correct guess. Here is your first year. In this year, Illinois became the first state to decriminalize homosexuality by repealing their sodomy laws. This was also the same year that the Berlin Wall was built, one famous quote, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what your what you can do for your country was said. And big movies included 101 Dalmatians, The Parent Trap, and this film. I like to be in America. Okay, by me in America. Everything free in America. For a small fee in America. Okay. Ah, yes, West Side Story. That was the year that West Side Story came out. Of course, this musical has all kinds of problems. But in this year, nobody knew that. So there's your first year. Uh, what do you what do you think? Uh, I know we got to go fast. I you really threw me off with the movies. I thought I had it nailed. Like I'm like 61, two, three, somewhere in there. Okay, which one? The quote, the quote is really, is what's good. That's not what your country can do for you. I'm going to go with 61. You're right. I cannot believe it. This is unbelievable. (laughs) Those movies threw me off because I would have put, I would have put those movies late sixties. The quote is the only thing, the only reason I got that. If and you I had told me a, no, 101 Dalmatians, I would have said 1987. Like, I have right, no yes, idea. I would, 
yeah, I was, I would have put 101 Dalmatians way later. So um, yeah, only one clue there. Ooh, that was tough. Wow. Okay. Here's your next one. In this year, Kathy Kozanchenko became the first openly gay LGBTQ American elected to any public office when she won a seat at the, uh, on the Ann Arbor, Michigan city council. Also, Elaine Noble was the first openly gay candidate elected to a state office when she was elected to the Massachusetts state legislature. It was also the same year that Nixon became the first U.S. president forced to resign. Big movies included Blazing Saddles, The Towering Inferno, and G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu Grip was released. (laughs) (laughs) What year is it? Oh, what year did Nixon resign? Because I don't know any of the rest of those. <laughs> I mean, super Blazing awesome Saddles is something. Also, The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand was uh, one of those songs. Oh, okay. So that's square in the mid 70s. 70, probably 73 or 74. Ah! Which one are you going to go with? 1974. You're right. Oh, my <laughs> yes! God. I cannot yes, believe yes, yes. this. All right. Here's your I love this game. Jesus. I'm a total nerd about this stuff. Again, none of the rest of that stuff I would have known. Okay. I cannot believe it. Okay. This is your final year. Inspired by Harvey Milk, who, as we know, is the first openly gay elected official in the history of California, uh, Gilbert Baker designed and stitched together the first rainbow flag. Top song was Night Fever by the Bee Gees. And one of the biggest movies included this song. I saw my problems and I see the light. We gotta understand. We gotta beat it right. There ain't no danger we can go too far. We start believing now that we can be who we are. Grace is the word. Is All right. The word? The, oh, I also cannot not sing to that. that. Should I give you a couple clues? Probably. Um, minimum wage was two sixty five, and until right. this year, a tennis player was allowed to use absolutely any object as a racket. Oh yes. Oh, let me just pull that out. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, so I know that Greece was released the year that I was born. So that might not be a good. <laughs> I think I got to go with that, but I don't know if the song was big in that year or the following year. So it's either 78 or 79. Um, (laughs) Which one is it? Harvey was, I can't remember when Harvey was shot. I'm going to go with 78. You're right. Oh Oh my God. I have this like love hate with Greece, but I know that it was released in 1978. Oh yeah. I mean, all the, all the movies that are listed in all three of these years are just, they're bad. They're pretty. Yeah. They're problems. But, um, (laughs) That went really well. Get ready for a crash landing when we come back. (laughs) Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Oh, you should be happy because I sure am. It is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Dr. James. That's Allie Johnson. And we are playing my all-time favorite game on this show. It's called What Year Is It? And if you missed in the last round, but you can always download the podcast. But what I did right before this, was completely dominate, as I do in this game. And I am normally a humble guy, except for when it comes to this game. For some reason, I don't know what it is. It's just in my wheelhouse, and I'm going to own it. You swept it. I, I did. I was 3-0 and this time, uh, and our 3 for 3, I guess, is the better way to say it. So now, unfortunately, it's Allie's <laughs> turn. turn. Yeah. <laughs> so... Go ahead. All right. So here we go. I'm going to give Allie a series of clues. She gets to guess... What year is it? And the theme this week is LGBTQ history. So, Allie, remember, these three years all are as monumental in LGBTQ history, as well as some other 
fantastic reasons. So your your first item up for bid. The Supreme Court rules that states cannot ban same-sex marriage. Okay, all states? So it says that no individual state, the Supreme Court of the United States says that no individual state can ban same-sex marriage. This is a monumental, the largest 5-4 ruling probably ever in LGBTQ rights. And Justice Anthony Kennedy wrote for the majority. Okay. Okay. In this year, NASA confirmed the presence of water on Mars. Oh, interesting. Okay. The top song in this year was Uptown Funk. Okay. By Mark okay. Bronson and Bruno Mars. This is a little listen. Oh, I want to cheat so bad. Uh, okay. I know, right. And uh, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl broke his leg on stage in Sweden. And this was the same year that an individual filed a lawsuit against Red Bull, claiming that after 10 years of consuming the product, he received no wings or enhanced physical or intellectual performance, as their ads ah, suggested. And Red Bull, right. Bull actually had to pay a $13 million class action lawsuit. Oh, man. I want to get injured by Red Bull. That sounds awesome. Allie, what year is it? <laughs> okay. I remember the Dave Grohl thing happening. Of course, I remember the gay marriage legalizing thing as well. I believe in 2008 was when Cal- Prop 8 got overturned, and it was after that. I'm going to... Uh, uh, if I get this wrong, I'm going to have my gay card revoked. <laughs> uh, Jesse set this up while you think. Jesse set this up for this to be a little bit easier for Allie, but he might have also set Allie up for a lot of, you know, ridicule. <laughs> okay. Um, how about how about 2015? No, Did you say what? 2015? Yeah. Allie Johnson, you got it right. Yay! Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's like a I got first fired in 2017. <laughs> Let's see if you can make it uh two for two. In this year, police raid the Stonewall Inn in New York City. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. The big movies include Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Midnight yep, Cowboy, yep, and yep. Valley of the Dolls. Uh-huh. Oh. One of my favorite shows doll. of all time still debuted on the National Education Television Network, which was the precursor to public broadcasting service, PBS. That show is Sesame Street. <laughs> okay. And that was the debut of Sesame Street? This year was the debut of Sesame wow. Street. So, and then also what some will argue is the greatest band of all time, the Beatles originally planned to have an ab- item, album titled Everest. That photo shoot fell apart. It led to them changing the title of the album to Abbey Road. And wow. they filmed the cover on the street right outside of their studio. Allie Johnson, what year mm-hmm. is it? Okay. This one is easy because the Stonewall just had their 50-year anniversary. Uh-huh. And that happened last year. We did a big celebration. So that is 1969. I am sure of it. Allie Johnson, congratulations. You are two for two. Yay. Yay. All right. Quickly, as we're getting at Jesse's telling me, wrap up, close up shop. Okay. Uh, in this year, the Supreme Court rules that federal law protects LGBTQ workers from discrimination. That was this year. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Final answer is right. Allie Johnson, yeah! three for three. I, I remembered something that happened this year. You are not the champion. Uh, but you're my friend. Those were 
so easy, Jesse. Thank you. I am 1961. Something that literally happened a month ago. I can remember, and I finally feel validated. Uh, that is fantastic. It's All right, thanks things. for playing. When we get back, it is the little things. News it or lose it. When we get back, drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject presents. News it or lose it. I'll try to do what Allie does. Welcome back to the show. Here up the <laughs> subject on the new channel Q. Dr. James, Allie Johnson. You heard that right. It's time for news it or lose it. I have two headlines. I will read them. Allie Johnson will pick which one she wants to news. We will never speak of the other headline again. Allie will repeat that process for me. Allie Johnson, are you ready? I'm ready. Headline number one. Kamala Harris finally breaks her silence on the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head. Oh, breaks her silence. So stupid. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I think I'm going to lose it for now. Okay. She basically was baited into trying to say something on Rachel Maddow's show, and she didn't. I was actually really proud of her. Oh, good for her. Um, Fine. Then you, what you will hear about, Allie Johnson, a study shows there's a 50% chance... We're living in a simulation. (gasps) Yes, I saw this, but I didn't have the energy to read it. So you do the work for me. I will news it. That's because the simulation told you not to. Oh, damn it. Well, that's fine. (laughs) Um, I'm in the final destination simulation. Oh, God. Um, All right. Here here are your headlines, James. Headline number one, Britney Spears reveals what she did over the summer in a new Instagram video. We haven't talked about Britney in a little while, by the way, and she always makes me happy for her antics. So, mm-hmm. yay! All right, dinger, dinger, clinger. Then, yes. uh, then we are losing. Bye, bye to the Pro Bowl, which was whatever. It's gone. No one cares. All right. Oh, right. Uh, do you want to go first? Tell me about this simulation. Uh, okay. So, long story short, <laughs> leave it to the mathematicians, right? Uh, There was actually a a scientific paper done way back in 2003 called Are We Living in a Computer Simulation by philosopher Nick Bostrom, Bostrom, B-O-S-T-R-O-M. And in that paper, Nick Bostrom essentially is saying that if you do the mathematical equations, what you come up with is essentially a 49.777778 to 50.22222 repeating chance calculated from these particular outcomes that are predictable in life, that we're actually living in a simulation, that that this is this is all fake. There's a fifty percent chance that this is fake. Okay. All of it. So what are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I does no. it matter? Like, can we just live in a simulation and that's fine? Um. I think so. I mean, you seem to be fine with like technology, like being all up in your life and like knowing everything that's going on and listening to you, whatever. So who cares then if it's actually all a computer simulation anyway, that we're being like, what is it? What am I trying to say? Like we're being controlled. Like, are we a video game? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Are we all living in the matrix? Cause I'm kind of like, you know, ignorance is bliss. And even if I did know, I'd rather be in the matrix than be in that weird, like, ship with the thing in my back of my neck like i'd rather not live in that world because they all look like crap there right you just like don't want to know i think i don't want to know either i I wonder if this is what happens when you die you just go back to the room with the thing in your neck 
Yeah. And then you start it all over exactly. again? Exactly. I'm cool with yeah. that. So this is not, I mean, Bostrom is not the only person, but there are lots of other individuals. This uh, this theory has been going on for a long time. There are, there are several books, The Simulation Hypothesis, uh, The Holographic Universe, The Revolutionary Theory of Reality. All of this stems from this, these relativity theories that go out there that basically if you plug everything in life into mathematical equations, a computer accurately predicts everything that's happened and therefore there's no reason to believe that the computer is not actually predicting what's happened and that we're not Whoa. all just part of a p- computer simulation. That's cool. part of these theories. I am not a philosopher. I'm not sure I believe it. I'm not actually sure with you, Allie. I'm not sure that I care. All right. Yeah. Um, well, that was very educational and very uh, I mean, sort of intelligent. Like- so we're going to move on to someone who is equally intelligent. We're going to talk about she what is. Britney Spears did over the summer. she came out with another Instagram video and she revealed the question that everyone's been asking because it's again she always starts with I'm finally going to answer the questions that everyone's been asking and then (laughs) she 37,000 people ask her things on each Instagram post yeah like she has like that many comments yes but it's always things that none of us want to know like what's her favorite Disney character Um, and in this case it was about what she did over the summer and this is what she had to say Okay, so after my last post, a lot of friends wrote in saying, we want to hear more about your summer. And I said, sure, why not? Anyhow, I think the highlights for my summer were basically two friends throw me in the pool. <laughs> and I had two small dinner parties. <laughs> Anyhow, it was such a great time. And from oh, Brit, Brit. The looks of it, I think summer is still going. All right, so, so there's that. <laughs> so if you missed it, uh, she said that she, her summer was great. Uh, and that two, uh, two, her friends put her, push her in the pool and that she had two fr- um, dinner parties and that she thinks summer is still going on. So that's <laughs> the secret. Maybe she is living in the simulation and she knows Aww. it and she's trying to communicate with us through Instagram posts. This is real serious stuff, people. Blink three times, Brittany. Blink. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q one day sooner. That's the name of this. It's a the COVID-19 human challenge is the way that <laughs> oh my God. Some, some people are, are fashioning Reality this. shows are getting ridiculous. I know, right? That Well, that's kind of what you think when you see these headlines. But actually, people all over the world, I'm Dr. James. That's Allie Johnson, by the way. People all over the world are joining a petition, petition called One Day Sooner. Are you ready? To deliberately be exposed to coronavirus after getting injected by an experimental vaccine. So right away, Allie Johnson, for the good of humanity, and I can explain why this might be good for humanity, but let's just say for the good of humanity, would you get a vaccine and then immediately afterwards intentionally be exposed to COVID-19? Wait, after I got a vaccine? Yeah. But I'm not positive it's a real vaccine. It's an experimental vaccine. So it's you're definitely getting a vaccine, We just don't know if and how well it works. But in order for us to find out if and how well it works, we need to give you this and then positively expose you to COVID-19. Like we know 100% that you got exposed to COVID-19 because we gave it to you. Do I get to have the better COVID-19 
straight? <laughs> no. uh, excellent question, right? Because, uh, see, Allie, you do listen in class. Very good. The virus mutates every two weeks. Uh, and some of these strains are appearing to be much more lethal than others. That's a good question that they don't answer here. Um, okay. But I think that That's would be... That's a big one that I would like yeah. to know the answer yeah. to. Right. Like, which COVID are you giving me? <laughs> yeah, because at the original, like, OG COVID, no, I don't want that. Correct. But this one is more manageable now. I guess it doesn't, you don't know which one that you're getting a lot of the time too, right? Yes. And so much of this has to do obviously with individuals, as we've been saying from the beginning, individuals with their different underlying conditions and what is your overall health status in general and, um, you know, all of these things. But believe it or not, people are actually doing this and they're calling it one day sooner because what they're saying is that if there are individuals who are otherwise young and healthy, who allow themselves to get a dose of it any of the experimental vaccines, and there's like almost 100 out there now, I think, uh, experimental vaccine, and then intentionally get COVID, it can accelerate the development of finding the actual vaccine that works by one day, which could save up to 1,250 lives per day, get it one day sooner. So speeding up vaccine development for by three months could potentially save more than 100,000 lives, which is why... People actually in the UK and in other parts of the world are actually signing up to do this. I mean, it's really a brave and very admirable thing to do that. And and I and I joke about it because I'm like, oh, if it's easy and I don't have to deal. I mean, it's a lot to think about. And if you are willing to do that for the greater good of humanity and and really save lives, I think that's absolutely incredible that people are signing up. And I think to some degree, and I don't know, you know, I'm privileged enough to say this and not because I have not had COVID, but I imagine someone who gets COVID and has mild to asymptomatic um, reactions to it. In some ways, it might feel like a bit of a relief. I I think some people do feel that I have I have known people who have either reached out to me on social media or in my individual life who have said, "Okay, I got it. I was kind of sick, but now I'm better. And they're like, oh, phew, because you feel like, all right, well, I I. Did, I dodged the bullet of this of getting this and this being something that was lethal for me, which it can be lethal for younger people who don't have underlying health conditions, by the way. I feel like I always need to sort of say that. We always talk about this is generally killing older people and generally killing people who have underlying health conditions. But I personally and many people all over the world have cared for younger individuals who did not have underlying health conditions and got very, very, very sick from this. And unfortunately, yeah. some died from it. Hmm. Yeah. It's, well, I I, it's, I mean, uh, it's it's amazing how creative people have gotten science that scientists have gotten and that people have gotten just with how we live our lives and also how to combat this virus. I mean, even thinking of something like this is is incredible. And I, I really hope that it that it works. I know some of the stuff is very experimental and the fact that people are willing to I think somebody on cue as well is um, taking part in a vaccine trial. So it's mm-hmm. it's very interesting and it's very brave. And um, and a little scary, but I ho- hope ultimately it will lead to a vaccine and then ultimately will save a lot of lives. Um, of course, that has been, I think that we would be farther along in this process if our country's leader had handled this a lot better, um, which is frustrating. <laughs> but, yeah, um, very, very you frustrating. know, hopefully we can focus on the positive and focus on some of the generous and nice things that people are doing to help. So um, anyway, when we come back, more drop the subject. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Don't. <laughs> don't. Stop it. Don't go anywhere. Stop walking away. Don't. No. No. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
Whatever, Allie, their bread is cake. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens off the air. This is what happens off the air. Uh, You're listening to Drop the Subject. I'm Dr. James. That's Allie Johnson. I'm going to practice something. Allie does a lot. If you don't listen to Allie on Drop the Subject, just keep your ears peeled to pretty much anywhere else because you probably have heard Allie Johnson's voice if you've been on rides at theme parks, if you've watched television commercials, if you've listened to radio commercials, if you've listened to internet commercials. Basically, if you are able to hear, you have heard Allie Johnson's voice somewhere else other than Drop the Subject. And every once in a while, we we get the pleasure of hearing Allie's voiceover voice. Uh, which is kind of amazing. So I'm going to try to uh, replicate it here for our close-up shop segment. Every day we are highlighting dumb petitions, dumb political action that people will actually take the time to do that they could also replace that time with voting, right? Because we need you to vote. And if you need to know if you are registered, where you can drop off your mail-in ballot, how to mail it in, or where you can go vote on November 3rd, you can go to vote411.org. We are partnering with them as Channel Q, and they have all the information, not only in your local organizations, but nationally, everything that's going on politically. And so before we go any further, our dumb petition of the day... Wait, I can't see it. It went away. There we go. (laughs) Do you remember the greatness of eating Doritos 3D? That crusty, crunchy 3D explosion of nacho cheese, spicier nacho cheese, and cooler ranch. What was better than opening a bag or bottle of Doritos 3D? There's only one answer. Opening another bottle or bag of Doritos 3D. Was that that good, Allie? That's fantastic. There's a lot more of this. Do you want to just read the whole oh, thing? Oh, no, because I actually don't <laughs> sound anything like your voice, but I, do, I couldn't find it. I was like, I'm just going to do something breathy and throaty or whatever. This is a petition, you know, though. That, I know that way, breathy and throaty is perfect for Doritos commercials. Because <laughs> you're gagging on Doritos. This is a petition on change.org, by the way. People have, how many people? Like hundreds of people so far have signed up for this petition to bring back Doritos 3D. If you have time to sign a petition on change.org, to bring back Doritos 3D. You have time to go to 411.org and make sure you are registered to vote and to vote. Yes, there are 100 people who have signed this petition to bring back Doritos 3D. So it's, oh no, wait, sorry. There's 12 people. Oh, <laughs> listen, those, hey, every vote counts, damn it. What that's if those 12 true. people all lived in Wisconsin? You know, exactly. like, like that's really important. Exactly. What if it's a very divisive state when it comes to Doritos 3D? You don't know. And that's why every vote counts. So go to Vote411, like James said, and download that podcast if you missed anything on today's show. It was a great one. We played uh, What Year Is It? and all kinds of other good stuff. So uh, have a great weekend. We will see you Monday. And stay safe out there. Goodbye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.